This is Dubai Eye 103.8. Startup Clinic. And I'm really pleased to say live in the studio we have Priya Patel, who's a product marketing lead on Facebook. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me on the show. So I guess you must be one of those people when you tell someone what you do as a job, you get asked lots of questions. Can you help me? How do I do this? Can you tell me how I can improve things? Is it kind of like that for you? It is a little bit, but you know, it's fantastic because people are curious and Facebook and Facebook family of apps, especially if we look at Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp and Messenger, what they're bringing to the small to medium businesses across the region and globally is a huge amount of sort of success um, an opportunity for businesses to really showcase who they are. So whenever I do say to people that I work at Facebook, uh, naturally, and if they are running their own business, there are always a lot of different questions. Um, but I love helping them out. For example, one of my neighbours has actually just launched her own jewellery brand. Okay. Um, and I'm helping her kind of establish that online and giving tips and tricks. And it's something actually that I really enjoy and love seeing brands start up on the platforms and, you know, be successful in their own right. Now, you mentioned there, Priya, Instagram part of Facebook. Um, I guess in this region, the, the statistics speak for themselves. 73% of small and medium-sized businesses here um, will use Facebook or Instagram as their primary marketing channel, almost three quarters of them, which is a phenomenal target for you guys. But it's, 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 it's a pattern that you're seeing. It is indeed. And so we have just commissioned a piece of research with YouGov and Instagram about the pattern and the usage that we're seeing with small to medium businesses, how they're utilizing Instagram and Facebook here in the UAE and other GCC markets. And what we're seeing is that because the community are there, because they're discovering products and services through Instagram, it very much is a vehicle for discovery. Then brands are wanting to be there as well, you know, to showcase what their products and services are. So in the study that we've seen, um, you know, for 46% of SMBs in in the UAE have actually said that Instagram has been very effective for them, not only reaching audiences here in market, but also on a global basis. Okay, so I guess if you're, you know, an SMB or an SME and you're thinking, you know, how can I utilize Instagram and Facebook? You know, how are you helping those guys get this kind of wider reach within the region? Yeah. So if we look specifically in the region, we have a very strong community, both on Instagram and Facebook here in the UAE, across Saudi and Egypt. And Instagram, we're constantly looking at ways in which we can provide free to use tools. So we call them organic tools so that they know exactly the type of content that they should be posting. They can use our insights tools as well to see where audiences are looking at their posts, what kind of age group they are, what kind of interest they are. And when they see these kind of insights, they can then start, you know, adjusting their content accordingly. So there are two kind of things that we offer for for small to medium businesses. We have the organic presence. So any business, anywhere, and it's a level playing field, can create their own business profile, can start posting look at these insights to see who's engaging. And then we have the commercial, the advertising side of the business as well. So if they so wish, they can boost their posts, they can put marketing spending. Priya, we've had an awful lot of uh, content on this show over the last couple of months about influencers, about how one can legally influence. And um, at VirtuZone and also call-ins to the show, there's been a lot of people who have perhaps just by coincidence had uh, achieved a lot of followers on Instagram but haven't known how to commercialize 
visit. So we've always been very, very interested to sort of bring together mentors. Uh, uh, we've had on the show before quite a few influencers. There's quite a lot of uh, customers of ours that, that actually do this to, to show people how to turn their popularity on Instagram actually in, in, into a business and, and to sort of coach and, and mentor them behind that. So do you have any programs like that or do you want to bring some to, to us so we can help our listeners? Yeah, so we have uh, two distinct teams at, at Instagram, uh, how we work. We work on the commercial front. We also work on the community front. So we have a team that works specifically with the creators and influencers in market across a variety of different uh, disciplines, be that, you know, fashion influencers, food influencers. Yeah, so how would, how would, you know, someone who's thinking to start up a business, so they yeah. don't have their own marketing team such as we have the luxury, they don't have a relationship manager such as, as, as we have, how would they go about reaching you guys and say, hey, I'm thinking of launching, you know, lucky your neighbor is, is right next to you. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, someone who's launching a jewelry brand who, who doesn't have that connection, how do, how do they reach out to you guys and, and get some advice? Yeah, so there are a series of different things that so we offer a lot of self-learning tools, such as the Facebook blueprint, Instagram for business, that provides a lot of tips and tricks on how to engage with these creators in market. We also work with the wider ecosystem. So we call them Facebook marketing partners. So businesses whose sole role is to help brands and businesses match with specific creators that would help them, you know, showcase their products, would help them to spread the word and so on. Facebook and Instagram ourselves, we don't necessarily do that matching, yeah. uh, but we can definitely see One of the challenges of that that I see is you've got a great brand that can, can provide amazing value to people, but some of those um, uh, ambassadors or agents, if you like, that represent you, some of them might not be of such quality and, and might be, you know, providing ad- advice that is more to their benefit to the, than the consumers. Again, how does the consumer know where they're getting the best advice from? Do you, do you have a, a sort of Facebook and an and Instagram recognized uh, agent logo or something like yes, that? Yes, we do. So they're called Facebook Marketing Partners, um, okay. abbreviated as FMPs. So whenever we're recommending certain FMPs for our businesses to work with, they will have the comfort in knowing that they've been thoroughly vetted. It's done on a 12-month basis. So they have to you know, follow a set of regulations in their business practice to make sure that everything's transparent and so on. From the consumer side, what we're encouraging is that when businesses work with specific influencers, the influencer ideally tags that this is a paid partnership with a specific brand. So when the consumer's going through their feed, they can see that, you know, this necklace that's being promoted on behalf of this brand uh, is legitimate sponsorship post yeah. that's been done by an influencer because of that tagline, paid partnership okay. with. Okay. I've got a selfish question because we use Facebook and we use Instagram and a whole bunch of other things to market to Virtue Zone. I suppose in the olden days, putting a billboard on the Sheikh Zayed Road was the classic sort of ego marketing. You know, it makes you feel good when you drive past it. It makes your your employees feel good. It makes them feel proud. But it's difficult to quantify. From our perspective, we use Instagram and, and we use Facebook, and we get a lot of what we feel a lot of brand presence, um, and that, that's great for us. We get a lot of leads, but sometimes the, the targeting, the specificity, and, and, and as such, the sales that we get from it is not so high. So how, how would an entrepreneur who's thinking of using you both get brand presence but also get high-quality leads? Yeah, so there's a number of ways that you can approach marketing on our platforms, and we 
do encourage you, you know, to look at the kind of old way of looking at the funnel, doing your brand building, doing the consideration, having that awareness and then driving through to sales. And we have a variety of different ad formats that help drive each one of those objectives. So it could be something like, you know, you do your stories and your videos to help build that brand awareness. And then you drive them down the funnel by utilizing some of our features. It could be Instagram shopping. It could be adding the shop now Mm. button or the visit website button to specific formats to then help drive that sales as well. So when you are looking at kind of the spread of that marketing budget, I would definitely recommend to look at, you know, focusing on what is the biggest because Natalie, we do our polls, don't we? And we ask the Twitter, the Twitter users, the LinkedIn users, the Instagram, Instagram. users, yeah. and quite often we get, you know, um, different results. Exactly. We were talking quite a lot about people wanting to use Facebook, wanting to use Instagram. Neil has readily admitted that he prefers Facebook to Instagram. That's something that he enjoys using. And I guess lots of people listening are perhaps wondering, okay. I appreciate that it's a great platform to be on. The figures are speaking for themselves. Um, I guess lots of businesses are thinking, how can I sign up and sell on on Facebook or Instagram? Is there a way that I can do that? Is there a legitimate pathway to, to, to sort of do that? Yeah, absolutely. So there are a number of different ways in which you can sell. Uh, First of all, you have to be a legitimate business, um, ideally with a product catalogue that one can click to to see all of the products that you have Uh, but you know that what we're seeing is especially if we look at small to medium businesses is they're really utilizing some of the new features that we're launching so one of the global releases we've recently had is instagram shopping Uh, so you go into an image you can tag up to five different products when you click on the specific dots within a image, it will show you a brief description of the item with the price. You furthermore click that, it goes through to a product description page and then goes through to the website of the business. So we've utilized this and rolled this out globally for small to medium businesses, for managed businesses at the moment. It's very new still. We launched in the market here in around May. Okay. Uh, so we're still testing and learning how it goes. Yeah, I have a friend in Ireland who uses this very successfully. So she often will show what she's wearing. Um, She owns a a fashion store and you can click through. You see the dots, you like the hat she's wearing or the scarf, you can click through and it eventually takes you to her page and you can buy the products. And she said they're seeing very, very good results with that because it's logical. If you're looking for something, you see it, you can go and buy it. Um, How do you deal with people who say, okay, great, um, you know, I love using Instagram or Facebook, but the ads drive me insane. (laughs) How, How do you guys cope with that from the other side? Yeah, so I mean, it goes back to what Neil said earlier, you know, ultimately, we have advertising as a huge proportion of our business. And, you know, back when you used to see the billboards or the TV ads, uh, or listen to, you know, the, the radio adverts, you don't necessarily have a choice, you see it. Right, regardless of the environment that you're in. I think uh, what Facebook and Instagram offer is that option for our consumers to either change their ad preferences to tailor them according to what they'd like to see. You know, they can even 
really mute them down if if they're, what they're finding is really not relevant. But because of the way the algorithm works, because of the way that we see what their interests and passions are, most of the time we can account for the fact that these ads are very targeted. I don't mind it at all, actually. I think I think uh, um, your ads make me younger, Priya, because it, it's serving <laughs> young stuff at me. So, you know, <laughs> if you see me wearing anything decent, it's probably because I've spotted something on in, Instagram. But what I'm really interested in... Uh, uh, um, Priya is is we ran a, a story a few uh, months ago about how Facebook and Instagram were operating in different cells and 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 how there was a little bit of competition between the two. I won't put you in on the spot about that, but I but I am interested. People have said that Facebook is almost becoming an operating system where it's an ecosystem where so many people use its its data more than more than the actual service itself. So where do you see Facebook? You know, if if, if we were to be looking at Facebook in five years' time, where do you think it's going to be? So Facebook is, is, you know, our oldest platform. It's a platform for community. It's a platform for bringing the world closer together. What we're seeing, certainly with the usage here in the region, is that you're either using it to stay in touch with friends and family, to find out what Mm. they're doing day to day, or you're using it to build a community around a cause that you're really passionate about. It could be something like British Mums Dubai or the Ramadan fridges or, you know, in moments of crisis in other markets, communities come together to Mm. fund and do fundraising. So there are a variety of different uses for Facebook. I think Facebook will continue to go to strength the strength when it comes to that community piece because it does really bring people together whether if we look at instagram instagram very much is your view on the world in the topics that you're passionate about so it is that discovery platform it's for you to find out what creators are doing across the world it's just a a different place and they're very distinct uses between instagram and facebook Okay, we've had quite a few people getting in touch, understandably, with questions for you, Priya. Um, Arjun's come in on 4001 and says, can you actually sell on Instagram here? Because Arjun's understanding was that you couldn't and it was for brands operating outside the UAE. So Arjun's just looking for a bit of clarity. Yeah, absolutely. So going back to, and and I guess this is specific to Instagram. Yes. So going back to what I mentioned earlier, you can sell on on Instagram as a business. It's not open to everybody. It is only open to what we would call managed businesses at the moment. Managed businesses is if you are a small to medium business that is in touch with a team at Facebook, uh, you're already running marketing campaigns. You want to be able to do something organic. Therefore, you can utilize shopping on Instagram. And do you have any numbers in terms of the, the, the businesses here in the region that are selling through Instagram or the kind of an idea of the value of those sales? We don't have those specific local numbers yet because we launched Instagram shopping in market around May this year. So we are just looking at that growth organically and seeing and we're very ambitious about that growth but we don't have those numbers i would add that if you you know if you're a fitness instructor if 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 you're someone that cooks at home and and you want to commercialize uh, those things if you're incredibly popular with your with your yoga photos uh, uh, then then those those sort of individuals rather than businesses can use Instagram and can, um, you know, both the DED and a number of free zones uh, have specific packages that would enable those individuals to become warranted as a business so that they can approach you. So guys listening out there, you know, it's an amazing platform for, for both small and, and, and large. Get on it. 
Yeah, um, Mina texted in with that very question, Neil. Is there a business um, trading license for for Instagram and those kind of platforms? And you're saying, yeah, there are. There are. There are. There's a variety, and and as as usual, um, you know, that's horses for courses. So get get good advice. Pop by, have a have a coffee at, at Virtue Zone. He says, mm-hmm. somewhat biased. Um, Anjali's m- messaging as well on four double zero one. I'll throw this out to you, Neil, as well as Priya, because um, I don't know if you do know the answer for for Instagram sellers here in the region. Do you need a business bank account to be paid or can you be paid into a personal account do you know the answer my guess is is providing you have an influencer license which uh, um, uh, you would firstly have to approach then then you can start as an individual what we try and well, I think what what Dubai is trying to do is allow people to dip their toe in in the water and, and mm. in the olden days one would have had to have a business and have an office and so on and so on and so the costs are prohibitive um, I think what both uh, Facebook Instagram and uh, the UAE government are about is helping people get started and without putting too much cost down and uh, uh, to start with so it's getting more and more flexible okay yeah. um, Mark's texting um, through the Dubai messaging app Mark says what kind of protections do consumers have um, in terms of shopping on Instagram is there something you know are, are the sellers verified as you mentioned it's only a select number of people at the moment in this region that can use that so I guess Mark's wondering is it the same as going and shopping um, on one of the online stores is it the same thing yeah, so any business that sells through Instagram, uh, the consumers are actually protected through the Consumer Protection Act. Uh, so it's the same regulations that apply, you know, as as an online platform, we want to be very careful of what has been sold and by whom. And so these businesses go through the same level of checks. Okay. Um, can you um, explain in a little more detail why Instagram, perhaps over Facebook now, is is the, the place to, to sell and advertise? Because I think lots of people that we are talking um, to at the moment are looking to maximise their return in terms of Instagram. They're seeing that as the place to be spotted and for customers to come and reach them. So why is it Instagram that is suddenly on top? I, I mean, I wouldn't say that there are different use cases, you know, and without talking too much about Facebook and Marketplace, we also have Marketplace on Facebook, which is also a place where, you know, businesses, even you and I can sell things. So that's popular in its own right. But Instagram has just been on such an enormous growth trajectory, especially in the last three or four years since we launched ads. And with that, with the increased targeting that comes with the Facebook platform and with the fact that, you know, we now have a billion customer or billion community globally uh, which has just grown so much in the last few years it really has become that place you know 60% of our users learn about products and services through Instagram because they're on there they're spending time on there Mm. they're scrolling through the feed so it naturally has led to this what we call serendipitous shopping and discovery Uh, you're not going there specifically to buy a dress but you might see a creator put a dress on there that she's wearing and tag it and then Mm. you know you're going down to that brand's website and buying it so it just very much encourages that journey Priya, a lot of um, our, our listeners are probably personal users of Instagram, but perhaps business users of Facebook from a marketing uh, uh, perspective. Um, uh, we had someone on from LinkedIn uh, uh, a month or, or, or so ago. That crossover between Facebook and, and, and LinkedIn, uh, my company uses both to, to, to market. Um, is, is that an area that you're in, um, looking at as, as Facebook? Because you've certainly got the data, haven't you? 
So crossing over with other... So, for example, uh, you know, my, my business would use LinkedIn to target uh, uh, people who are reading, just as Dubai Eye has perhaps uh, slightly less uh, listeners than, than Virgin, but those listeners are highly targeted people that are interested in business. That's why Virgin, Virtue yeah. Zone does a lot with, with 103.8. Same, same thing, mm-hmm. L- LinkedIn, not something that is, is, is so often spoken about or has such uh, uh, interest but it has a business uh, uh, angle to it. Now, Facebook has has that data. I'm sure it's got huge numbers of entrepreneurs on it. Uh, um, so is that an area that you're commercially looking at? So, I mean, with with any kind of targeting, you can be very specific about it. So if you wanted to go on Facebook and just target entrepreneurs based in the UAE, you could. Uh, that doesn't necessarily need, at the moment, like we wouldn't look at doing that partnership, but this is just available on mm-hmm. on Facebook itself. Could I just ask, um, we've we've got a couple of minutes left with you, Priya, and apologies to any questions we didn't get to, but um, I guess a, a theme running through um, what people want to know is tips for new businesses yeah. on Instagram or Facebook, because that essentially is what people want to know. I'm starting a business or I want to improve my reach content leads what are the best things that people can be doing? Easy steps that we can take, anyone listening to now can do them. Okay, so there are a number of things. I think what we would say first and, and foremost is just be honest to your brand and what your brand stands for. Uh, there are so many different assets that you can utilize. So let's say you're starting on Instagram, get your business profile up and running, start posting in feed in the feed start playing around with stories with polls with stickers don't be afraid to kind of test and learn Uh, also create videos for instagram tv and kind of utilize the full suite of what's available to you then secondly insights insights are just so important so when you do have that business profile you can go into the back end you can see you know who's engaging with your posts where they're coming from and so on and then don't worry about it being you know high production value putting a lot of sort of money behind it the beginning what we see is that the consumers really like that kind of raw element to what businesses bring because they are still being true to themselves so test and learn and see you know what is working for you and then once you've kind of got those insights from your organic posts definitely test it with a little bit of marketing spend and campaign as well uh, to how much further you can drill down into that specific audience and hopefully drive those sales or you know get your services up and running as well so we have uh, a lot of information so if you go on to instagram for business uh, there's kind of like a five-step approach to yeah. how to think about setting it up especially if you're brand new to the game and and instagram offers that to some people one final question is we i come across lots of people um on this show who are maybe have lots and lots of followers thousands of followers on social media active um how important or how helpful is it once they get that blue tick for doing business <laughs> The, the verification looks so the verification originally was available primarily I think for for our celebrities it mm. was to distinguish who is the real deal versus multiple fan accounts that might be popping up then it extended to businesses we're starting to see that there's much more demand um, I mean my, myself I must get about 10 verification requests a week so it's obviously important to, to, to people but I wouldn't necessarily say that it would help drive any number of sales above a business that's not verified 
Okay, interesting. I think most people are associating this blue tick with the magic gateway to lots of business. Really, really interesting to know. That's all we've got time for, Priya. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. Priya Patel is a product marketing lead on Facebook and looks after Instagram too. And thank you so much for coming into the show today. It's been really interesting having you on. Pleasure chatting with you both. Thank you. This is Dubai Eye 103.8.